you know, the important thing here is there's a lot of places to have your podcast listened to. And, and I, I'm kind of the mindset is I don't care where people listen as long as they listen. If they listen on my website, that's great. If they listen in an app, that's fine as well. But one thing's for sure is we definitely continue to support this increase in uh, app functionality. You're listening to Podcast Insider, a weekly podcast bringing insights, advice, and insider tips and tricks to help you start, grow, and thrive through podcasting with the support of your team here at Blueberry Podcasting. Welcome. Let's dive in. Welcome. This is Mike Dell, VP of Customer Relations here at Blueberry. And this is Todd Cochran, CEO and co-founder of Blueberry Podcasting. And today we're going to talk about distributing your podcast. What apps, what directories, services are worth the effort and which may not be a great fit for your show. Today we're going to talk about distribution of your show and which platforms are, are really worth the effort. We know that there are really many, many places to syndicate your show to. And of course, Apple Podcasts and Spotify are the most well-known. Although, you know, I always suggest you have your show everywhere you can. But there are sometimes reasons not to distribute to one place or another. And we have some things to think about when deciding how much effort you want to put in to get on every podcast app or directory or which ones you want to remove yourself from or not submit to. And of course, subscribing or following mainly functions the same for each app that you're listed in, but it's broader than that when podcasting first started. And of course, there's a bunch of must-haves and you know I think those are pretty easy to know. Yeah, of course, uh, Apple Podcasts, that's kind of the granddaddy of it. Back in 2005, when they added it to iTunes, they uh, became the 800-pound gorilla. <laughs> it's... Uh, and what's different about Apple Podcasts and specifically is that a lot of other third-party apps use their directory to you know, supply the shows for their app. So, you know, once you're in Apple, that puts you in a lot of other, you know, third-party apps like Overcast, Pocket Cast. There's a bunch of others that use Apple for their directory. And, of course, there's Spotify. And, boy, I have a lot to say about Spotify, but maybe I won't. <laughs> But, you know, they get a lot of press in podcasting. They uh, are popular with some of the podcast demographics out there. Not, not all shows work well on Spotify, just like not all shows work well on Apple. You know, if you're doing a show about Linux, you're probably not going to have a lot of people on Apple. If you're doing uh, something that skews to an older demographic, you may not do so well on Spotify. But uh, it's good to be in both of those because they are the most popular as far as you know, they get the most press in the podcast world. I think as well as Apple Podcasts and Spotify are, you know, undoubtedly number one, number two, you look at Google Podcasts, it's, you know, it's, it's currently uh, third, you know, sometimes even in our index, Google Podcasts rises to second because our Spotify base is not as big as, you know, I often say that uh, everyone so excited about Spotify, then I look at their numbers globally and I kind of like, well, you know, they're there, they're doing well, but uh, you should not discount other platforms. Yeah. Another another thing to think about when, when you talk about Spotify is if you go to Spotify and you submit your show directly to Spotify, which is 
possible now. It wasn't back when they first started. You're not on what's known as pass-through. And what that means is you don't get your stats for Spotify in your podcast hosting or your third-party stats. None of that works because Spotify takes one download of your episode and then it redistributes it to all their listeners. And that kind of prevents uh, digital ad insertion to, to work. You know, so whatever ads were in it when they pulled the copy is what's going to be in it as long as it's on Spotify. That doesn't change. Like if you're doing dynamic insertion or pre-roll, post-roll, uh, programmatic ads. So that's one down uh, side of submitting it yourself. But if you're on a host that does pass-through, Blueberry does that, then you do get the stats and the DAI and the, and the programmatic work just like any other app. So be careful how you submit to Spotify. And if you've submitted directly and you're using Blueberry, you know, get a hold of us and I can you know, take you off Spotify direct and put you on pass-through and, uh, and everything will work as advertised. So you know, it's just one of the things to think about. They work a little differently than some of the other apps out there. Yeah, Spotify currently is the only app if you do a direct submission that caches your content. Everyone else does pass-through. There is a new platform that's uh, coming online here soon that is saying they are going to cache. We'll talk about them here in a few minutes. But you know, Google Podcasts, even though they've uh, changed some of their strategy, they're still a viable option. Obviously, the Podcast Index is as well. And apps that do not use Apple and apps that use both Apple and Podcast Index use them as their catalogs. In other words, you're going to find shows that are listed on Podcast Index that you will not find on Apple Podcasts. And of course, Blueberry, we've got a directory as well. So uh, if you're hosting with us, you're automatically on there. If you are not, you can claim your show or add your show if we don't already have it in, in the directory. Yeah, we, we pull from Index and Apple and, you know, and all that stuff. So your show may well be in there already. So you can search for it, claim it, as Todd was talking about. There's other apps, of course, that you're more than likely going to want to be on. Stitcher. Stitcher used to have a much, much higher global percentage. It was as high as, as 3 3.5% some years ago. But their global coverage now is about 2%. So Stitcher's still a a great place to be, uh, still used by quite a, quite a few Android devices, Amazon Music, uh, which is doubles as Audible Podcasts. So podcasts show up in the Amazon Music and Audible apps. Matter of fact, when I do an Amazon, when I'm on Amazon, I can actually do a search for my show, and it actually find it shows up in the Amazon listing. Yeah, the regular catalog. It's kind of interesting. One thing interesting about Stitcher, uh, going back to that one, is they've changed hands a lot. So each time they've changed hands, things, things are, you know, different. Every, I think they're owned by Sirius XM now, uh, along with Pandora. And, you know, I don't know, it just sort of lost some popularity. I used to listen to it a lot using Stitcher for like news podcasts, you know, something that updated frequently. I thought that was a, a pretty neat thing. So, but it's a good app to be in. And again, Amazon Music, Gives you just, you know, a little more searchability, you know, you're in the Amazon store and you type in a subject, you know, that you're looking for to buy something in Amazon. And every once in a while, a podcast will pop up. Might be interesting to you. 
And of course, there's TuneIn. That's a popular live radio app that has a podcasting available in it. Podchaser is a directory of podcasts. It's not necessarily an app. No, it's, but, it's, it's just like a, a directory, but it uh, also has some ratings and reviews and, and other things. So you, you definitely want to go over there and claim your show if, if it's already there and, and check it out. It might give you some good information. The next shiny object really is everyone's excited about YouTube. You know, I've had my show on YouTube for many years because I do a live show. But I'm never really focused on building a YouTube channel. So I don't get a lot of listens or views over there and actually views because it's actually a video. But YouTube music is where podcasts are going to live within the YouTube ecosphere. And there is, and I think some folks are a little bit confused. I think they were hoping they would be part of the regular YouTube ecosystem, but being they're going to be in the YouTube music section I, I don't know if it's going to get the same amount of lift. So some folks are already talking about having YouTube when actually when this becomes available, they'll submit to YouTube music and have a YouTube video channel. And those probably, from my opinion, I'll probably keep them separated. It all depends on how the implementation is. Right. Well, you do a video component, an actual video podcast, as well as an audio podcast where, you know, you actually have moving video. I don't think it's all that compelling on the, on the video side of YouTube to have a static image and the audio of your podcast. Now it can help you in searchability only because YouTube is one of the main search engines. People don't think of it that way. So personally, I, I've never used YouTube music. I've seen music videos on YouTube and I don't know if that's the same, but you know, I've definitely used YouTube, you know, I watch YouTube channels, but I don't necessarily listen to music or specific. YouTube music is a, is a separate app and it's, it's very similar to the old Google play music mm. app. So it's, it's a separate thing. Now, I don't know if they're going to cross-reference when you search or anything like that. There, it may be there. It may not be. Yeah, there could be some brand challenges going on there. If you have a YouTube channel, and a lot of podcasters do, where they've been submitting their audio to a YouTube channel, whereas now it's going to be on YouTube Music. Yeah, we're going to have to watch to see how this pops in. But there's going to be some, some gotchas here. Uh, they are going to cash. So they're going to cash media, the rumor, and there's no yet defined terms of service yet. We'll have to find out later, but it's rumored they're going to want an ad free version of your show. And then they're going to place advertising around it like they do on a YouTube video channel. Monetization is being talked about already, but if it's like YouTube video, you're probably going to need a minimum. Well, if you follow the YouTube standards for thousand listen hours in a given year in order to be monetized. So we will see where the monetization piece comes in with YouTube music and how that's going to relate. The other thing with that is if you have to produce an ad free version of your show, that's extra work for you. And you know, whether that will be Profitable, and I don't mean just money, but uh, profitable in you know the amount of time that you have to spend to do another a double post. Is that worth it? You know, if I think about how YouTube works for those that don't pay the premium version of YouTube, 
oftentimes you'll be watching a YouTube channel and they'll break for a commercial. They'll put like two short ones at the beginning and then maybe depending how long the content is, one or two mid-roll. So if they treat spoken word on YouTube music the same, where they break into the content, you know, the challenge is, is if you leave, if they allow you to leave the advertising in there, in the middle of your show, and then they break, they could have competing advertising going on. So it's going to be interesting. Or, or they could break it right in the middle of one ad to do another ad. Right. So we'll, we'll see what the implementation is. A lot more details are coming, but it's going to be very, very soon. Within the next two to three weeks, we'll find out. Yeah. more about this It'd be interesting to, to check it out and we will definitely cover it when the rules come out yeah and you know decide for yourself you know let you decide for yourself whether it's worth the hassle or not pandora still has a uh, podcast section uh they are selective in who they pick up iHeartRadio as well usually we tell people that when they're getting ready to submit to iHeartRadio, make sure you have six or seven episodes already before you submit they're a little more picky on when they're going to let shows on. Yeah. One thing interesting, uh, Pandora and Stitcher are now owned by the same company. So you can do the submission to both of those at the same time. Oh, that's good. But Pandora is more picky than Stitcher. Stitcher will take anybody. Pandora picks and chooses a little bit. Not as much as they used to, uh, but it's always good to have more than one episode when you, when you do go to Pandora or Stitcher or iHeart. And it should be said, too, if you have any type of music in your content. Oh, yes. Uh, both Pandora, iHeart, and Spotify are really, you know, you can very easily be delisted for having any type of music in your podcast. They don't so much worry too much about, like, intros, outros, that kind of thing. But if you, you've got a long block or you're just playing a whole song or something or half a song or, you know, a whole bunch they may uh, pull you out and Stitcher does it specifically because they want you to submit to their music side if you're going to be doing music. You know, they don't want to distribute music via podcasts. As we talked about in the, in the RSS episode we did, you know, there are podcasts out there that are strictly to distribute music and those won't fly on, on places like Pandora or iHeart or uh, Spotify. So there's a bunch of regional apps too. And, and just let me be clear. I think the regional apps can be just as important as the major apps that we've been talking about. And here's the reason why. English speaking podcast consumption outside of the United States is just growing at, at a dramatic rate. So the regional apps like Deezer, which is in the European Union only, is widely listened to and you could get discovery there. It's kind of the Spotify of Europe. <laughs> yeah, GeoSavin in Ghana are, are India. Um, huge, huge English consumption uh, podcast there. Angami is the Middle East. And Rezo is a subsidiary of ByteDance, the same folks from TikTok. So Rezo is in uh, several countries in the Middle East as well. The one thing about Rezo is you can't get it here. If you're in the United States, you can't listen to your listing on Rezo because the app's just not available in this region. And it's Rezo's a um, a music app, got big support. But again, Angami is a, another big one as well that's in the Middle hey, East. You, you were out there in uh, Saudi Arabia for that event, and uh, I imagine Rezo is probably a lot more popular there than uh, 
than it would be elsewhere. Well, Rezo, again, has limited country distribution. Only two or three countries where Angami's uh, more more wide-based. Okay. But, you know, the important thing here is there's a lot of places to have your podcast listened to. And, and I've, I'm kind of the mindset is I don't care where people listen as long as they listen. If they listen on my website, that's great. If they listen in an app, that's fine as well. But one thing's for sure is we definitely continue to support this increase in uh, app functionality with the uh, apps or podcastapps.com. But the most important thing is if you want to have instructions on how to submit or get into most all of these apps, uh, we have a link in the show notes to that distribution explanation pages. And also if you're a Blueberry hosting customer, you'll definitely in the Blueberry dashboard, there's a, there's a distribution section for those using WordPress, PowerPress. There's also a distribution section where we have uh, links. Destinations. Yeah, destinations, excuse me. And we have destinations for uh, and links to all the information you need to submit to all these different platforms. So I think that's one of the important things. But yeah, again, we still suggest that you be everywhere. But, you know, when you're first starting out, the, you know, those four at the beginning or five uh, at the beginning, you know, Apple, Spotify, Google, Podcast Index, those are the best ones to get in first because that gets you the widest distribution across as many apps as possible. And then work your way down the list. Uh, you know, you don't have to be everywhere on launch, but, you know, if you have time, Get on these other ones. It doesn't hurt a thing, you know, and it, uh, you know, might pick you up a few listeners in places you never thought that you would have listeners. Also, remember, these apps and directories have their own business models and reasons for existing. So while we get ex people are getting excited about YouTube, you know, YouTube has to make money and I'm sure they're going to monetize around the content and you may not qualify for revenue share. And, you know, that's the price of of being on their app. Same thing with Spotify. I've heard ads around my own show. I don't earn any revenue from Spotify. But again, uh, you know, my show's listed over there for, for those few that listen to my show because uh, I don't have the demographic that's on Spotify. So, you know, I have a few listens here and there, but not that many. You know, you've all heard the the term, you know, if, if you're getting something of value for free, you're the product. But then again, these places, have, you know, if they're giving away this access to their app for free, they got to make some money. And, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just depends on how they're doing it. So I think so far, you know, if you're worried about being monetized around Apple Podcasts is not monetizing around your content. Neither is Podcast Index, nor is Google Podcasts or, or even the Blueberry Directory. I can't say the same because I don't have enough exposure to Amazon and TuneIn and uh, Pandora and iHeart on whether or not there's any monetization going around your content. Um, you'll have to do that investigation yourself and, again, make that determination if you want to be on those apps and uh, okay to have your audience exposed to many advertising that may be placed around your content. So, so far as I know, no one does any interruption of content. Um, that's an important thing, but time will tell on YouTube music if that's the case. Somewhat unrelated, but for listeners, if you know you have an Amazon Prime account, which a lot of us do, 
because of the free ch- shipping and, and video access and all that. A uh, bonus plan is uh, if you like any of the Wondry podcasts, which is Amazon's podcast studio or one of them, you get those ad free. It's just as a bonus. So yeah, it's just not, not really related to what we're talking about here. But uh, if you do like any of the Wondry shows and don't want to listen to the ads, if you have a Prime account, you can listen right on Amazon Music, basically, in their podcast section. And here's the best thing about podcasting. You decide where you want your show to be listed in which, and and if you decide at some point you want your show removed, it is possible to have a show removed from a platform as well. Yeah. Most are pretty easy about that. Yeah. But my, again, my strategy is I don't care where they listen as long as they listen. And then I give them the information within the show where to find me and my website. So I think that's the important part is be able to build your brand but at the same time, get this great distribution that podcasting allows because of open RSS. Yeah, and we didn't cover every place that that's available to distribute podcasts, but you get most of them covered with what we what we talked about. But there are, you know, there's there's a whole directory of these niche apps. So if, you know, if you're into automotive, there's probably an automotive based app that uh, picks up podcasts or aviation or whatever. So, uh, and, and those, we can't possibly know all of them. So, uh, you know, look around. There may be something in your niche that is just for that bunch. Now, don't join a network for that. There's a lot of other reasons to join a network, but uh, if you can get into those, that's another thing you can look for. So, Mike, I think we about it covered. Yeah, I think we got it covered for this week. And uh, like I said, go out there and be everywhere. Just don't lose any sleep over it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Let's meet up next week. And in the meantime, for more information to subscribe, share, or follow, check out the show notes at podcastinsider.com. To check out our latest suite of services and how Blueberry can help you leverage your podcast, visit blueberry.com. That's Blueberry without the ease.